now that uh, you've received part one, it's time for part two. You know, saints, uh, God's people are becoming very slack when it concerns his promises. True, God's people are beginning to take advantage of his blessings and his promises. I found, as Sister Ross was saying, rather than the saints of God play church, they just quit coming. My dear Lord delay his coming. There's other things that I can do. But these are the last days. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Let us open up our Bibles to Matthew chapter 22. Verse 1 through 10. Matthew 22 verses 1 through 10. When you have it, say amen. Amen. And Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which made a marriage for his son. And he sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come. Again he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready, come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and went their ways, one to his farm and another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. When the king heard thereof, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers and burnt up their city. Then saith he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. You may be seated. The question we want to ask this morning, did you get the memo? Did you get the memo? In this portion of the scriptures, Jesus is talking about the kingdom of heaven being like a certain king that made a marriage for his sons, for his son. He is talking about a marriage being prepared for a bride and his groom. A marriage is a legal union between two people. In this case, the marriage is between Jesus and New Jerusalem, which is the bride of Christ. The saints of God will clothe and adorn the bride. Revelations 21, 2 says, And I, John, saw the holy city, 
New Jerusalem, coming down from God, out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Revelation 19, 7 and 8. And I, John, excuse me, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the linen is the righteousness of saints. The question to be asked again is, did you get the memo? Have you been invited to this wedding? Are you in the wedding? If you are the righteousness of God, if you are one of the saints of God, it means you are not just invited to the wedding, but you are in the wedding and a part of the wedding. But in order to attend this wedding, you must be born again. If you have not received Christ, it means you have not received an invitation. You're getting quiet in here. This invitation does not come by U.S. Postal. Not by UPS or FedExpress. You won't get an email or a text message. But Jesus did say, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. He also says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added. This is the beginning of the invite to the wedding. Did you get the memo? This is your invitation. Go, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So you could be invited to this wedding. God is bidding us to come to the wedding. Bid means to command to direct, to invite or attend the wedding, being prepared. Many can agree a wedding is a big event. You don't go to bed at night, get up in the morning and say, I think I'll get married. <laughs> at least you shouldn't. <coughs> Marriage is not to be a hasty decision. Marriage takes time and preparation. It is more than trying on a pair of pants, huh? Or test driving a new car. Pants get worn out, cars get old. Marriage is not something you throw away or trade in. Marriage must be able to stand the test of time. How many, how many out there can raise your hand and say you're a bride? 
Men, don't put your hand up. <laughs> Will you agree? A bride goes through a lot to get ready. I, I heard my brother say here, but I, I thought the brides would say, agree to that. As Christians, we go through a lot in life getting ready. It's called long-suffering, patience, persecution, tribulation, affliction, endurance. I found that a bride may go to two or three different places trying to find the right dress, if not more. The right attire is being selected for New Jerusalem to be clothed with for that day. We are the attire being selected. Only the holy and righteousness of God will be selected. They must be washed and cleansed for the occasion. The scripture says we are to be sanctified and cleansed by the washing of water by the word. That we might be presented to, to himself a glorious church, not having spot, wrinkle, or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. Jesus is preparing his bride for his wedding. I ask the question again. Did you get the memo? How many know what I'm talking about when I say that? We must be washed, purged from all iniquities, cleansed from imperfections, so we may put on the new body for the wedding, a wedding that has been in the making since the birth of Christ. It took Jesus 33 and a half years here to prepare for the wedding to come. And now he's on the right hand of the Father waiting. I'm glad Father put some time and effort in us and did not divorce us as we divorce each other. I'm glad Jesus came so we could be invited to the wedding. Now let me say, back in the day, you didn't come to a wedding wearing anything. And, you, and in, in, in God's kingdom or in Jesus' wedding, you won't come wearing any kind of garment. As men, before we went to a wedding, we got a haircut, took a shower, we put on clean clothes. See, and I, and I can remember even when my son got married, that's one of the things that was Set in, let's all of us go get a haircut. It's men, let us go get this haircut. Everybody wanted to be just right for the wedding. We wore pants that didn't have holes in them. Now, y'all may be giggling and laughing, but the next time you go to a wedding, I want you to observe the people. Back in our time, our shoes would shine. We did not wear gym shoes. 
And if you were in the wedding, you wore a tux. Everybody was, had the same togetherness. The men wear the same shirt and tie, shoes, decked out. They did all kinds of things that they could do to prepare themselves for this wedding. Well, God is not going to allow anything into his kingdom. Amen. Flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Your attitude will not be allowed. Did y'all, did y'all hear what I'm saying? So we might as well get our attitudes together here. Because they're not going up there. What you have accomplished down here will not be allowed up there. Remember this? Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Did we not cast out devils in thy name? Have we not done wonderful works in thy name? And Jesus said, I never knew you. Depart from me. Did you get the memo? It's not about what you did in his name. It is about who you are in his name. Now let's go back to Matthew 22, verse 3 again. Twenty-two and verse three again said, "And sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding, and they would not come." God has given us servants. He has given us pastors according to His heart, and they are preaching His word and extending an invite to the wedding. They are inviting us to the supper to taste and see that the Lord is good. And today there is plenty of room because many will not come. Many have not taken heed. Many have decided I'm going to be a bedside Baptist. Many are decided by choice and not because they have to. I'm just going to tune in on conference. Verse 4 and 5 said, Again he sent forth other servants, saying, Tell them which are bidden, Behold, I have prepared my dinner, my oxen, my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready to come, are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it, and with their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. Jesus is the Lamb that was slain before the foundation. Jesus has prepared the Lord's Supper. Eat, this is my body. Did we not do that this morning? Drink, this is my blood. As often as you do this, you do in remembrance of me. Jesus has come and died that we may have access to the wedding. But many today still make light of what he has done. Many that know him are saying, my Lord delays his coming. They are not getting ready for the soon coming king. Look at verse 9 and 10. 
Go ye therefore into the highways as many as ye shall find. Bid them to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. Many who know God are beginning to turn from God. And many who don't know God are beginning to turn to God. The hour has come. And the question is, did you get the memo? Jesus is coming and he is coming soon. Matthew 24 and 20 said, But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Verse 22 says, And except those days should be shortened, then should no flesh be saved. For the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Have you noticed exactly what's going on today? Are you seeing how technology is really even turning the saints of God away from God himself? The saints of God are getting lazy. That they don't want to. I, I mean, I miss the times that we have come in and, and we can just worship him and praise him. That word about time, the Lord speaks to us, talks to us, ministers to us as we minister to him. But now, I, hurry up, Pastor. I got a, I got a pot roast in it. <laughs> we really need to begin to sing that song. Andre said, take me back. Take me back to the place where I first received you. Where there was blessings after blessings that were following me. Based on the signs and times, we don't have long. Even those that don't know him can see something is happening and they can't explain it. Everything is happening at one time. Floods happening over here. Fire over there, drought down here, too much water over there, sinkholes swallowing up houses and cars, pestilence attacks in the water, alligators and bears attacking people on the land. Things that have never happened before are beginning to happen. As Sister Rosalind was saying on the news, and, and there was some type of bug that has been brought over here that makes fruit unedible. Saints, the plagues are beginning to be poured out. And the iniquity and hardened hardness of man is increasing. If you didn't get the memo, get it. Let us close with Hebrews chapter 3, 6 through 8. But Christ, as a son, over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation in the day of the temptation in the wilderness. With that, my time is up, and I thank you for yours.